Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. This is show number 16 of my Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. I am way late on this one, and for that, I apologize. Nothing like software and hardware crashes to put one behind in just about everything. Should be good to go from now on, though. Serious calorie and fat burning workouts. Are you interested? You should be. It's always helpful and beneficial to know how to torch away those calories. That's what we are talking about today. Here are some general rules of conduct, if you will, when mega calorie burning is the goal. Number one, use your biggest muscle groups and better yet, use as much muscle mass as possible, i.e. running versus the elliptical machine or swimming. All of them are excellent. Running would use your biggest muscle groups and a lot of muscle mass. Number two, move your body through space. Better to be moving somewhere, taking your body weight somewhere, moving something with you through space than standing in place. Number three, go with an interval-based program if you can or add some into your current program. Number four, always go after major oxygen deficit, i.e. being out of breath. Number five, try something different and cause your body to adapt. Number six, don't compromise safety for creativity. A lot of creativity these days, a lot of multifunction work. Be careful with that. I saw a guy standing on a stability ball while he was doing bicep curls. I am not kidding, on a giant ball. I saw somebody running in the group fitness room holding dumbbells over their head while they were jogging. Not a good idea. Number seven, choose activities in which you can add natural increases in progression. You know, faster, heavier, uh, further distance, more range of motion, adding incline. Number eight, try to alternate non-weight bearing with weight bearing, such as cycling and then jogging. Number nine, fuel yourself properly and recover properly to get the most out of your training. And finally, number 10, hmm, pick things that you really like to do and do well and can work hard at, and things that put you way out of your comfort zone, way out of your comfort zone. Both are excellent. So now I'm going to run through a bunch of ideas for you, and then I'm going to give you my Super 7 workout to try on for size. Calorie burning exercises. First, high intensity aerobic interval training of any type. Find something you can do to dramatically increase your heart rate and get yourself out of breath, and try to sustain it for as little as 30 seconds and up to four to five minutes at a time. Recover at double the time of the interval. For instance, the treadmill, the elliptical machines, the stationary bikes, jogging in place, high steps in place, running steps, running stairs, running laps, running down your neighborhood street, swimming, cycling, a very brisk walk pace, plyometric jumps, plyometric squats, plyometric jumps onto a step or bench, back and forth sets of wood choppers with heavy weight. And you can Google that exercise if you don't know what a wood chopper is. Body weight exercises, and again, you can Google these, such as mountain climbers, Spider-Mans, 
uh, the split squats, your favorite hard kickboxing move, kettlebell lawnmowers, etc., etc., etc. This is the biggest, most generalized category, but it's so simple to find hit exercises. So simple. Find stuff you do now and do it harder, or do it longer, or add weight, or add incline, or add progression. It's that simple. Second, circuit weight training. For example, here is a typical set I do that pushes my heart rate and stimulates fat burning. First of all, I get on the bench press with enough weight, so I'm struggling at the last three reps. Whether I decide to do eight reps or up to 15, by the last three, I'm struggling. Then immediately, I stand up and I go to dumbbell bicep curls of some type, or I might do a straight bar or an easy curl set of bicep curls. Same intensity struggling with my last reps. Then immediately, no break whatsoever to a core or leg exercise. I might do squats or stability ball jackknives. I rest maybe 30 seconds and I do it again. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe a total of four sets. In between that set, I rest about a minute while I'm setting up my next circuit. And I train the same body parts in general, the way that I train, but you could train different body parts. So I get all that done in a max of 45 minutes, including some hard core work, intermixed or at the end. There's also another way to work this that's similar, circuit resistance and cardio training. Similar to the one that I just mentioned, but I add some hit cardio in between sets. So I might do that giant set of bicep, chest work, core and legs, and then I add maybe 90 seconds of jogging on a bench step. I do it over and over again, and each time I go to a new set of exercises, I add some other type of HIIT training at the end of it. So I do my weights and I add a HIIT training at the end for a giant superset. There is also straight HIIT using cardiovascular only, focusing on moving around from, let's say, the treadmill to the elliptical to a stationary bike and maybe stair steppers, whatever you want. You're doing intervals on each one and resting basically during the transition time of changing from machine to machine. So you might do one minute as hard as you can on the treadmill, and that means it may take you 30 seconds to get to the one minute interval, and then maybe 20 seconds to sort of bring it down. So you have the rest in between, but you're working so hard during the intervals on each piece of equipment that that rest time getting on and off is certainly needed. This is a great way to work if you get bored easy, which I do. It breaks up the monotony and the time goes really fast. And along those lines, you can do HIIT with body weight exercises only, push-ups, pull-ups, bear crawls, the Spider-Mans, the lunges, the squats, the plyometrics. So are you starting to get the idea? It's not hard to burn a lot of calories. If you're doing long, slow cardio, you're probably not adapting anymore. Improved fat metabolism is associated with adaptation changes those occur at the molecular level of exercise when it's high intensity. So if you want to get rid of belly fat, you got to work at those high levels and get rid of your flat back crunches. Go breathless, work through some of that pain, not injury pain, but this is hard and uncomfortable pain, and put a number to it. That's what we call a rating of perceived exertion or RPE. Don't worry about your heart rate monitor or what the machine might tell you. Unless you are, of course, on some specialized cardio program 
that relates to cardiac conditioning or some other major uh, health issue that you have to deal with. Obviously, that's a whole different scenario. But get yourself out of breath and uncomfortable if you're a general fitness person. Hopefully at least a 15 on a scale of 6 to 20, pushing for 17, 18, and even 19. 19 being a level you cannot hold or even hardly tolerate for perhaps more than a few seconds. Also, the amount of time you spend in each interval or set can vary greatly. If you aren't strong enough to blast one out of the sky, then work at a lower intensity for a longer period of time. On cardio equipment, you have the added advantage of adding resistance and incline along with speed. You don't have to run or sprint on a treadmill to get your heart rate soaring. You can do it using your leg power and glute strength, and vice versa. You can pedal fast on a bike with lighter resistance and get your heart rate soaring. Now, in lieu of the confessional, here is a sample hit workout. You can write this down and do the whole thing to some groovy music on your MP3, or you can do it with me in real time, but pause your MP3 and use a stopwatch or watch the clock in your gym or wherever you are during the timed sets. So I'll list the Super 7 just by name and then I'll explain them briefly. Here's the Super 7, alternating or stationary lunges. So alternating walking lunges or just stationary. Push-ups, bicycles, elbow planks, burpees, dumbbell overhead shoulder presses, and basic squats. This is how it goes. 12 total alternating walking lunges. If you can't walk them, then do them in place, but do 20. Then immediately to 20 seconds of the hardest push-ups you can do, trying for straight-legged, inverted, whatever you can do, make them as hard as possible. I want your upper body shaking on these things. And if 20 isn't enough, go to 30. And if you've done 30, go to basically your max. Then immediately to 30 seconds of bicycles. That's for your stomach. If you can easily do 30, then do 40 or do a minute. When you do bicycles, really extend your legs. Reach across with your shoulder and not your elbow. And if you feel it in your low back, extend your legs up closer to, towards the ceiling. Then right away to elbow planks. Elbows underneath your shoulders and no camels with your butt and no seals with your butt. Back is flat. 30 seconds using your core to brace your body or more, of course. Then right to burpees for at least 30 seconds. That's a push-up position. Jump or step in with both feet if you can or step in with one at a time. Jump up, straight up in the air. Come back down, back to feet extended out, back to your push-up position. Hold it. Jump back in with your feet. Jump straight up in the air. That's a burpee. Follow those with standing light dumbbell overhead shoulder presses. Keep your knees slightly bent and do a bunch of those. You're going to try for about 30 seconds straight of those. More if you can. If your shoulders start really burning, don't go too far into that burn. And then finish with basic squats. You can hold your light dumbbells if you want. Keep your um, upper body fairly straight. There's a slight arch in your back if you know these. You don't want your knees hanging over your toes. Go down as deep as you can comfortably. We don't want to go too deep. And you're going to take those for a minimum of 30 seconds. And if you're strong, you're going to do 45 or a minute. Each one of those, no break in between. And if you can get through that set, you are a superstar. And either way, rest up to maybe one minute and then repeat it two or three more times or more. Trust me, you won't get bored. 
You won't be looking at the clock like you do when you're on the treadmill, except for to watch for your 30 seconds or whatever. It goes fast. You'll be out of breath. You'll be sweating. You'll feel it. Burning calories will not be a problem. Staying comfortable and catching your breath, that will be a different story. So you don't even need the treadmill when you have the Super 7. It's just one other tool, though. Throw it in there. And can you say afterburn? Your body will be charged up for hours afterwards. In related news, in about a week, I will be back with a story that I just read about the calculations on calorie burning on equipment such as a treadmill. Kind of startling news about how they calculate how many calories you actually burn. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. <laughs>